Genre. Hello and welcome back to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today on the show, we will be discussing The Witchfinders, the 11th Doctor's eighth story. Yes. Uh, so The 13th, Witchfinders. 13th Doctor. 13th Doctor. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was reading the script. Yeah. No uh, worries. No show. worries. Okay, cool. Um, you want me to just read it again? Yeah, go ahead. Today on the show, we will be discussing The Witchfinders, The 13th Doctor's Eighth Story. We are almost friggin' done with this season. Yeah, we only have two more episodes, three if you count the New Year special, uh, which we got news on this mm-hmm. week about uh, what it's about. And it's apparently about. Uh, what is it? Uh, a terrifying evil? Yeah, a terrifying evil. Ancient, that, right? Yeah, that that crosses that 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 attacks through time. Daleks, Daleks. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh God, I hope so. And uh, we are ancient. I would, I would, I, honestly, I would, I would kill at this point. Like, I, I mean, I, I've been really liking this season, but like, I would kill for like a recognizable villain. Yeah, mm. what's just that? one. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> what are these stupid fat things? I <laughs> don't. Hey, it was like a garbage can. <laughs> Don't know whether to uh, to to, fear, to run away from it, or kick it over. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, still no title though. Uh, they released like information about it, but they didn't reveal what yeah, the title and a, was. And a, and, a, and a truly magnificent uh, promo image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my theory is uh, that Cass is right that it's something like the Daleks or the Cybermen or something like that, and like a secret villain. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna get it teased at the end of the finale. Yeah, like, and then ooh. they'll be like, "Next, the Daleks, you know, through time or yeah, whatever." Yeah. yeah, how how great would it be if like you know, thirteen is like in the dark or something, and then she just like pops up in front of the screen, and then behind her you just see like a like an eye stock. Yeah, or, sure. Like, or like Cybermen eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like boom, the Cyber New Year's Day with the Cybermen. Yeah, <laughs> New Year's Day with the Cybermen. I hope it's Good not morning. Cybermen though. Like. I'd much yeah, rather we just have Daleks. Had the, yeah, we know. No, we just no. had. I Cybermen. never hope it's the Cybermen. <laughs> I'm just told it's the Cybermen, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch it. I guess we're doing this again. Yeah. No, we just did like an all-time classic Cybermen story, so I feel like they should like retire them for a little while. Sure. Because yeah. You're not gonna outdo. Uh, you're not gonna outdo the Mondas uh, two-parter. Mon 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 Mondas Mondas. Yes, right? Mondas Cyberman. Yeah. Mondas Cyberman, yeah. I was I was second guessing myself. I was like, I don't I don't know. Um anyway, so the Witchfinders. Oh, before before we get too far in though, uh what did Nick think about not Amazon the episode? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Blam? Yeah. yeah. Uh well I, I yeah, uh I mean I just had a ball. I just had so much fun. Mm-hmm. And uh I mean again, kind of the theme of the season, just so many 
little moments of like just like fun. Uh, I don't know how much uh, you, you you and Scott talked about it, but uh, I was starting to, to for the first time develop a theme, and I really enjoy how many of these episodes are about the Doctor or Team Tardis confronting radicalized men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just deconstructing what what it takes for someone to become radicalized, whether it's anger, frustration, xenophobia, mm-hmm. alienation, misinformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's true again. And, it's, this one. and yeah. it's true again here. And uh, and, and I noticed a few things that, that I don't know. And I'm, I'm really starting to appreciate the season as a whole now that we're at the halfway mark. I actually don't think I enjoy this episode as much as Kerblam. I thought Kerblam was a little tighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this kind of fuzzed out. I really loved it until we started getting into the what the what the alien things were. Yeah. And then we got kind of just like old school vintage messy Doctor Who, which I was totally fine with. And there are less fun episodes of Eleven's run and te- and Twelve's run that, you know, were as goofy as this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I'm fine with like what it ended up being, you know, with like alien mud or whatever. It's fine. <laughs> and and yeah, and and I really enjoyed the direction and writing. I thought this was a really good. I don't know. I just really at this point, I just really enjoy seeing the this team bomb about, and it was elevated by a truly delightful performance by Alan Cumming, yes. which could be in every episode of this show as a different character. <laughs> yeah, uh, last week, um, Cass and I were talking, and uh, I don't know if Cass necessarily agreed with my my thoughts, but. My feeling was like I was a little scared of this episode because I wasn't sure what they could possibly have to say about the witch trials mm. that hasn't been said and like a million other things, mm. you know. And, you know, one of the things that Cass pointed out was that it it was being directed by a woman and written by a woman. So maybe right. they're going to have a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't say I, I think at the end of the day, like I don't. I don't know that I'd say that they had a different perspective because, I mean, the only other perspective on the witch trials you could have is like, they were right. Um, but, <laughs> which, is also, which is also happened, I feel like, in fiction. Yeah, maybe. I don't think that this necessarily had a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. But what it did have was a more, uh, I don't know, personal perspective, I guess. Like, it was like... Visceral. It was, it was more... Um, I don't know. It felt like more grounded and more about like like specific people, and it didn't feel like it was women. Yeah, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to really describe what I mean. But like, Honest? it just it felt different than than what it felt like in uh, other stuff, mm. um, like the Crucible and things like that. Um, it felt very lofty, and this felt more like. Uh, like these were a bunch of idiots. Like they're a bunch of idiots. Like they're 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 idiots. Like everyone's an idiot. Like right. it's not well, it's not just the people accusing people of witches. It's the people getting accused of witchcraft. Like they're all idiots, and they all would have turned it on each other at any point because they're all morons. Like they're mm. they're all ignorant and like you know like it was it was a thing where like it really didn't feel like it was blaming anyone. It was just like man, ignorance sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. This whole season and this episode in particular has been really good at just seeing where where the problem starts, and the problem always starts with like fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I you know like being isolated, feeling isolated, and then or you know fear of the other. And mm-hmm. I just love that you know I mean we, I mean not to just jump around everywhere, but the villain just wanted a, a clear view of a hill. <laughs> right. She she was like that friggin' tree 
is blocking my perfect view. Yeah. And I just loved, I just, yeah, like everyone felt really human. Uh-huh. Even King James, uh, Willa or whatever her name, the daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, everyone was just so human and it just, it just made the horror real and it made the, you know, 13's frustration real. And, and it, yeah, you're right. It, it kept it from feeling rote, you mm-hmm. know, cause you know, which trial has become its own kind of subgenre in, right. in media like this, whether it's like Legends of Tomorrow or Supernatural or whatever, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. This did feel like it was saying something urgent uh, in a way that a lot of the season has, I think. Mm. Yeah. I I agree with Nick. I liked it up until the alien reveal. Like, I thought it was really spooky and atmospheric and Alan Cumming was like a delight. Um, but thinking about it a little more, I kind of like how the generic mud alien like was kind of uh like a meta commentary on like internalized misogyny um mm-hmm. and i think certainly the language yeah and i think i think it's more poignant because it is written and directed by two women instead of like mm-hmm. you know like a male playwright with the crucible or any other sure. witch trial thing um yeah it's like, i got this yeah Crack knuckles <laughs> yeah I I don't I don't know for some for some reason um I guess I just go into every Doctor Who story like knowing that there's going to be an alien at the end of it mm. and that it's never going to be supernatural. So whenever the supernatural thing isn't revealed to be an alien, I am constantly surrounded by people saying that was stupid or I didn't like that. I didn't like that. I don't think anyone was expecting it to be supernatural. No, yeah. I guess sometimes I ex- yeah, I mean I I I guess sometimes I expect you know, I I guess I've, I I accept when it's messy. But I'm always like a little bit more chuffed when it's not messy, mm-hmm. mm. you know, like, oh, cool. They actually made it really fit in a cool way this time this week. And this was more like, OK, well, you know, sometimes they just have to like, it's from it's yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. monsters from Max and it's a prison again. It's a space prison. It, it, space it felt a little more left turny than I think I would have liked it to be like, like, like you're saying yeah. it's it was a little messy, but like I still enjoyed it. It was just like, oh, OK, we're doing this now. And now the mud people. Yeah. Enter the mud people. <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked the Morax. I thought they were creepy. I think that the only thing that I, I didn't like was that um, when, uh, was what was her name? Beth? What was her name? Uh, the, Be- the grandma? Becca? Becca. When Becca was possessed. Oh, you mean Mistress Savage? Yeah, Mistress Savage. <laughs> um, when, when, when Becca Savage was uh, possessed by the, the Morax, um, her, the makeup that they do on her... I for a split second I was like, wait, is she a Silurian? Yes, yeah. I also had that thing. I'm like, what? What am I looking at? Yeah, yeah, right. Because it was a little too Silurian esque. So that that yeah. I would complain about that. I would say like, I would say that the the other the the um the uh, Morax like zombie things were way more creepy mm-hmm. and interesting looking Definitely. than she was. And it kind of it was it was great that it was the literally the reanimated bodies of the, these women that had been innocently, you know, that have been murdered. Right. right. It kind of added to like, you know, the chickens coming home to roost and right. like, you know, these people being literally terrorized by ghosts that they created. Yeah. Dude, the grandma, the grandma zombie carrying around an axe is like one of the creepiest things I've ever seen on Doctor Who. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I loved when she turned the, the you know that part where you know the the willa and the grandmother are in solace sharing like oh I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm with you in the air i'm with you in the water mm-hmm. and then turning it back around to like haunting like i'm with you in the air i'm with you in the fire mm-hmm. I'm with you. and like oh my god that was like just solid yeah. cool writing no it was good 
Um, it was really good. And this is the this is the lady that directed Arachnids in the UK, I believe. Oh, was it? Yeah, and and like that was these are and two very kind of different pulp episodes, mm-hmm. but both really effective. And I really like the way. Yeah, actually, those are both kind of the creepier episodes of the season, aren't they? Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, didn't we didn't we say at the end of Arachnids of the UK that like we were we were curious to see like what like a like a historical from her would have looked like yeah, or whatever? So we, we, we got, got it. it. Yeah, <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Um. So really, uh, I don't know. I I thought this was, I thought this was really really solid. Um. And I thought that it came together better than Kablam yeah. did. Um. Okay. Interesting. Because yeah. because I don't I because I think. I think Kerblam, I mean, you know, we have so much fun with that. We have fond memories of that episode, but it definitely didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Like those last 10 minutes of Kerblam, we were both, uh, even while we were watching, it was like, what? Like, why is he just wandering around? <laughs> yeah. Like, what is he trying to do right. over why, there? Why yeah. is there people soup? Why are there people soup? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. And, and um, so many great just moments of this episode. Like, I loved everything between Ryan and King James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just two really great villains. Like like mm-hmm. Madame Savage was like a solid villain and uh yeah, and uh, I, I really liked Yaz in this episode and it was yeah, just just feel I think I think yeah, the it, it made it better than the sum of its parts, maybe. Yeah, I don't know that I'd really call Madame Savage and I don't know that there really was a villain in this. I mean, I guess the Morax. But sure. very similar to Rackins in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, I guess that had like, you know, Mr. Big, but he was more of just like a, a antagonist than instead a of a villain. Antagonist. Yeah. He was the, yeah, yeah, I'd say this has antagonists, but I don't know that it necessarily has a villain villain. Yeah. Um because like even, you know, we have this great great scene between thirteen and King James where it's like, oh, he's just like everyone else. Oh he's just God. Afraid. That right. that scene is so good. It's so good. It's so good. Honestly, like Alan Cumming, I mean, you know, I come into this with like a little bit of a, I don't know. Bias? I, bias, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I love, I love Alan Cumming. But I really, I really think that Alan Cumming just came through this episode. Yeah. Just, I mean, just came in swinging mm-hmm. and, and really ended up being arguably like a top five guest star on on doctor who like up there with like i I think vincent van gogh Mm. and um uh i don't know i I like i'm I'm quite fond of shakespeare yeah Yeah. and 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 it's great to see him totally fit within the wheel of the show Mm -hmm. and like not you know because like van gogh is such like an event guy but but like coming is playing someone who is pops up in this show all the time just like a pompous windbag that oh, know, yeah. stands on authority right. and like, traips about the episode and is ultimately proven wrong. I, th- I thought I was like, when was King James on the show before? <laughs> All the time. Hello. <laughs> I've heard you had a little metal dog. I'd like to see him. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like every scene that he was in was just so. You know, like even like the, the you know the, the scenes with Ryan where there was comedy between like you know his unwanted you know like oh he was quite infatuated with Ryan but then he would be talking about like everyone leaves me eventually Ryan I've lost my my father my you know and like oh god this guy's coming from like a, they're really grounding this this character mm-hmm. that is you know so campy upon his first ride I was convinced I was so surprised by the end when he turned out to really be King James mm-hmm. because it just seems so weird at the beginning like, it's me I quite like the job that's why I'm wearing this mask. Like, like, that's <laughs> James that's gonna be like an alien this guy but like at the end like no that was actually cano- canonically King James and I, I just find that really delightful it's like if Hammer Horror did comedy which I'm sure they did yeah 
Yeah. It was just, um, man, what a, what a, I, I, I guess I wouldn't have ever thought to play King. Is that a, is that a rumor about King James that he was, I mean, you know, but I mean, bisexuality, I don't know. And, and royalty. That's kind of, I feel like so many people throughout history. Yeah. Like we have evidence of being like at least, you know, not a hundred percent straight. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not well versed in like English royalty. So no, neither yeah. am I. Yeah, but I, I, well, yeah, so I just, uh, it was really, I guess it was, I think what's interesting is that, like, Nick and I just saw the favorite, and then, and then it's like, and then King James, and it's like, oh. Right. So this is just like an ongoing thing oh. about, like, yeah, just gay royalty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, and this past October, I just, yeah. uh, I enjoyed listening to uh, the Audible exclusive version of Dracula mm. with, like, a full cast, Dang. and uh, Alan Cunning plays, like, the psychiatrist. Oh yeah, it's like, there's something wrong with that Renfield, and I'm just like, oh god. So the, uh, when he started, just hearing his voice again, just kind of brought me back to like Halloween, which already feels like ten thousand years ago. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of bummed that the season didn't start earlier, so that we didn't get this on Halloween, like yeah. Halloween week. This would be a very fun Halloween. Like this is like such Arachnids a good in the episode. UK was creepy, but I feel like this was way creepier for Halloween. Yeah, and next and next week uh, we have like a cabin in Norway, which is like. The most scariest thing I can think of. <laughs> or, and it's called It Takes You Away. Yeah. I'm I excited. That, that sounds like um like an It Follows or uh the 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 one, the A twenty four one, the you really the the Vitch or uh, uh Oh well this one's like the the witch, but the the other one, the um Here comes the night. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah, that, whatever. that that's the one. It, it comes, comes at night. night. Yeah, it comes at night. Yeah. Here comes the night. Here comes the night. <laughs> I think that's I think that's an Atari's album. Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. It's 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 awesome. Um yeah. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be it takes you away. Is that one also Chibnall, this next one? Uh no, the next one is written by Ed Heim. Okay. And then yeah, the finale had one. the finale's Chibnall. Yeah, the finale and the New Year's Day special are both Chibnall. And uh, for those of you playing at home, the uh, the finale title is uh, The Battle of Rankscore of Kolos. Yeah. Thus solidifying this as, I think, the most sci- unabashedly sci-fi yeah. season we've it's, had. It's very... That, that title is very, like, not inviting to new people. No. <laughs> it, it's like a paperback. It's like a, it's like a 70s paperback title. Yeah. It reminds yeah, me of Russell sure. T and his, like, penchant for nailing, naming aliens weird mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, so, uh, so, so the Witchfinders, um, you know, I loved, uh, I, I loved the zombie things. Uh, I thought they were good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... Making her making making the like I I liked the sort of commentary on um the because usually typically you don't see a lot of female uh uh I don't know what you call them witch punishers whatever the, yeah yeah like, you know we're not, gonna, so we're gonna call them now or yeah well, yeah right you don't see a lot of female versions of that it's usually male judges mm-hmm. and it's and it's like kind of always seems to be like a conversation because. Historically, that's what it was. Right, right. Of 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 men gaslighting women, right? Right. Sure. Um, and so it was interesting when two women get control of this. It's like no, like women can be just as bad as mm-hmm. men can because they're complete complacent and they don't have like their other women's backs. You know, it's it's like that. 
it's like that thing of like women who aren't feminists where yeah, you're just yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like that, that's kind of what, what this felt like. It was like kind of a commentary on that. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just scared. Like even, even the, the, the granddaughter that we're, um, you know, sympathetic toward mm-hmm. turns on the doctor when her life is on the line. Right. And, and it's like, it's like, yeah, no, I, you know, that that's what all of this comes from. All of this stems from, they don't actually believe this stuff. They just gaslight themselves into believing it so mm-hmm. that they, 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 cause they're scared, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought that that was like really poignant and really, really cool. I, I, I really liked the sort of message of this one of, of it being like, it's not just like, it's not just men taking power it's also that there were a lot of women who were Were complacent complete yeah yeah they were complacent they were allowing this to happen Mm -hmm. uh in in many in many ways and empowering these men Mm -hmm. um in ways that they should never have allowed um the men to to do uh because let's be honest there's you know women are 51 percent of the population if even back then we hadn't, you know, all like if the men hadn't trampled all over the women and the women had like so many women didn't fight back. I don't know, you know. <laughs> and so it's just it's 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 just interesting seeing this thing where it's like, yeah, it was way more complicated than these things always uh, seem to go down. Like it was it was it was the the, the women throwing other women under the bus to save themselves mm-hmm. was happening way more than I think we care to admit. Yeah, uh, and this was this was uh, sort of uh, pointing that out, and it was a. Uh, I think it was like a really uh, well-rounded, I guess, message where it's it, it was really presenting men as idiots and, <laughs> and the women just being like, I'm I'm just so scared. Well, I think um, it's and it was like yeah. I wish it had gone a little more into like the uh, the role of. I mean, like it was very overt. Like we're doing the will of God, blah blah blah. But like. Sure. Having King like the King James like for like the 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 person who's responsible for like the King James Bible like which is still the Bible that most like fundamentalist Christians use. I know that I right. like grew up with that. So like having that be such a like, a key role in it too, I think is interesting and something that I would have wanted them to explore a little more other than just like oh Satan blah blah blah, you know. Um, yeah, well, you sure. know, we, we had that really interesting scene where we get uh, almost like it turns like, like a little Edgar Allan Poe story where it was, you know, this woman savage is just rotting from the inside by this alien entity that mm-hmm. has infested her body. And she has this very real problem and she only knows one has only been told one way to solve it, which is through prayer and repenting and begging for forgiveness Mm -hmm. and like and then she's driven to like well maybe if i if i find witches and do god's will and you know it just reminded me of how you know people have real problems and with you know and have to have maybe real uh solutions solutions (laughs) and work put into them and are you know like god i keep i keep i keep praying and 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 being afraid and and being angry and it's not helping. Why isn't it helping? Yeah. And it's just this, this this cycle. And it's and, and it's like the whole the whole witch trials thing is just this gigantic flag of irony of of them saying like, oh, like, 
you know, they're, they're witches and they're, they're like, we have to like pray. And it's like, you're just doing the same thing that you're saying that they're doing because none of this is real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it's just like this crazy right. ironic thing of just like, yeah, you can't, you can't pray your problems away. Like that's not how it works. Right. You know? Y- yeah. Um, like whether, whether or not, whether or not any of that is, is, you know, there, there's any basis in reality in any like religion or whatever, regardless of that, no amount of praying solves any problems, right? Like that's kind of the, that's the problem with it is like, you can't, you have to solve the problem your own yourself. Like there's that, there's that story of like the, the guy, the dude in the boat, right? The dude in the boat who's like drowning. And then like, you know, there's that story of like, uh, like, Oh, like, like people come like another boat comes by. It's like, we'll save you. He's like, no, no, no. God will save me. And then sends him away. Yeah. That whole thing. I'm so sorry. The reason I was kind of, you said the guy in the boat and I'm, I was just like, did like, uh, I did control F in my brain of like Bible stories in boats. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, which one is he talking? Wait for more details. (laughs) Okay. That one. Yeah. Is there Uh, a whale involved? Like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right, right, right. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it was really good. And I think that's why I liked the, the Morax so much, I guess more than you guys did because I liked it you as liked that Morax. I, yeah, I liked more, the Morax Morax. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think I liked that it was just this sludgy garbage that was mm-hmm. infecting this yeah. woman mm-hmm. and she couldn't, she couldn't handle it. And yeah. it was like what. What uh, Cass was saying earlier about it being sort of internalized mis- misogyny, and it's like, yeah, that's what they kind of represented. Yeah, it was it, like, the, yeah, they, it seeps in. The patriarchy. Yeah, it seeps in and it affects her. And I don't even think it's just that. I mm. think it's all internalized stuff. It's mm-hmm. internalized. It's the religion stuff. Yeah. It's all of it. It's mm. just it's this like, toxic it's, sludge. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, a really effective villain yeah. in the context of the episode. Yeah, that's why so, I think that the the conversation between the doctor and King James works so well because she like underlines the theme, like you know, you're so afraid of everything else, but you need to examine what's inside you first. Matters of the own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and yeah, and it kind of I I I found myself thinking of hearing you guys talk about you know that moment in Kablam. Where the doctor tells that week's villain that you know a system is a system. It's mm-hmm. it, it, it's humans who exploit that system mm-hmm. or use that system to to you know their own gain as opposed to like the you know the gain of the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and we just see that again. Like we have this big religion <laughs> being you know used as a as a tool uh, for you know paranoia and fear and confusion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the doctor versus the system. Doctor yeah, versus and, the man. And like, <laughs> the man. <laughs> and the and and like the just like the moment where she's like, I was trying to fight this and and then she just sort of gives into it and then becomes this evil thing. Mm-hmm. It was like she was questioning these things all along, but like eventually it just took her over and now like there's no getting through to her. Yeah. You know? I, I just I, I just love the metaphor. And like, it I is just immediately, think it's really good. immediately accused of being a witch by King James. Yeah. <laughs> she's the witch. <laughs> She was the witch all along. The whole time. <laughs> Alonzo. God. Alan Cumming is so good oh, in this. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, I just wanted to be like Rachel Dratch in 30 Rock. I just wanted to like pop up. I know. Constantly. I want him to be a companion. I think he should have just left with them. There was a hot <laughs> second where I was like, where they were, where I thought Willow was going to be. I was like, I'd be so down for just for the last two episodes of the season for them to have like a Puritan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wiccan. 
I'd like oh. to go home, please. She was not down. No, oh, man. She wanted to go home. She wanted to hang out with her wreath. But yeah, another solid entry. I and it, and you know that thing that's happening is happening every season where you know some of us like one episode more than the other. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. my that's my favorite part. Yeah, I really like this one a lot. I think this is the one for me. I think this is the one that held together the most. Great. Um, just like as a complete package. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other thing that I liked about it was like this story only works with the thirteenth doctor. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I think that's that makes it really special. Because she she even comments yeah. on it. She's like, you know, if I was still a man, no one would be questioning me about this. I can just yeah. like do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, like literally, this is this is a this is a uh, a fifteen minute episode if this is Peter Capaldi. Yeah, not even. He he gets that hat. He puts the hat on. He becomes king of England, and then <laughs> I mean, he puts that hat on, and he just like I, I mean, I feel like he walks in. Everyone just assumes he's the Witchfinder. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, Witchfinder General. He just looks. He just looks like it. Hello. He's like, oh, you're definitely the Witchfinder General. That's witch. right. You're a witch. You're a witch. <laughs> Boot. Come on, Kara. <laughs> uh, minor D. Why is he? Why is he playing the Banner? Jimi uh, Hendrix. Hendrix. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I minor details. Uh, I loved Graham. I love that part where Graham had already been on the tour and remembered remembered nothing about. Oh, I've, oh, I've been here before. They never said anything about this. This town? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do go on tours of a witch tour. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then his Witchfinder General hat was amazing. Yeah, it would have looked better on Capaldi. I, I think yeah, those, those hats in general just look better on like like spindly guys. On an angular face. Yeah, yeah. It it didn't it didn't look quite right on 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 him. I mean, it, that's probably the, the point. point. Yeah. yeah, but. Um, it looked it looked a bit silly. Also, no one ever questioned like what they were wearing. Like King James, like what like queer po- clothing? Yeah, like points it out when he sees when he when he sees the doctor. But like that's the only one that he's just like, what a weird thing to be wearing. <laughs> Everyone else, he just like accepts yeah, that they Ryan, have zippers and stuff. Yeah, Ryan was just wearing like a parka. Yeah, yeah. they're like wearing they had like zippers. And and no one com no one seemed yeah. to really comment on I don't know there was a lot of there was a lot of things where I was like I guess we're just kind of sweeping a lot of this under the rug. There's witchcraft okay, yeah. afoot. There's no time to be questioning yeah. outfits. Team Tardis is just like the best class you could ever have to take on field trips. They're just so like patient and down, but like they're not like they're not like Ryan just seemed like he could give a crap for the first like thirty minutes of this yeah. episode like, until yeah. he started getting hit on by yeah. King James. Like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Even that he seemed oblivious of yeah. for a while. Graham wasn't oblivious. Yeah. Graham noticed right away. And he was like giving him a look and Ryan's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, man. I really hope we I really hope we get one more season with this team. Mm-hmm. I think we will. They're gonna be in the New Year special, so that's sure. that's a good sign. Yeah. Um I think we'll at least get two seasons. Uh speaking of which, I guess we should bring this up. Uh there's a rumor going around that next season will be the last season for all of these people. Um, because Chris Chibnall, uh, it, it, there's a rumor that Chris Chibnall has quit the show, um, and that he thinks that doing ten episodes a year is untenable. Which I, I Russell T did thirteen mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. for four years straight. Shut up, Chris Chibnall. <laughs> Russell T wrote the other thirteen. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. <laughs> I, I just. My God. I mean, say what you will about Cigarette Moffat, too. Like, Moffat was able yeah. to churn them out. Like, they weren't all great, yeah. but, like, 
they got done. Right. But he first yeah. draft, last draft, get it out the door. Yeah, yeah no, and Chibnall Chibnall is saying that ten is too many episodes a year. Ten a year. That just I I I just feel like uh I don't know. Yeah, like, but, did did Broadchurch spoil him? You or know, what but, happened? But there's something to be said about, you know, the right tool for the right job. And, you know, like we've seen, you know, sometimes I, you know, we see writers we really enjoy, like Damon Lindelof in television, not translating well to film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so, so maybe it could be that, you know, because the thing about this rumor is as soon as I read it, it everything kind of clicked. So many internal confusions I've had as a fan. Yeah. You're like, why is this not, where, where how come we haven't heard from, oh, it's because he just doesn't get, he doesn't like this machine. Yeah. You know, it, it would be like someone having to come in and just run Saturday Night Live. And like, oh, wait, why do we, why are we doing this? This makes no sense. Like, well, yeah, you're right. It kind of doesn't, but it's the way this w- has worked. And yeah, there's something to be said for an artist coming in or a producer coming in and being like, no, we're going to change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's something to be said about someone standing up against a machine or mm-hmm. a institution and being like, this doesn't fit my style. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's one, it, it would be very unfortunate because I've grown to really enjoy this vision of the show. And I, of course, was planning on seeing a lot more of it. Yeah. But I also loving the show is loving change. Right. Sure. That's also true. That's also true. And my my, my thought is, um, you know, I, I think it would be really unfortunate because I still don't think we've seen 13th definitive doctor moment. Definitely. Um, and that that and if she leaves the show and we have to retroactively find her definitive doctor moment. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Um, you know, yeah. I feel like eleven. You're you're we're so spoiled with moments. Like even an episode of like Rings of Akaten. Yeah, has like a great eleven moment. Sure, you know, sure. And, and uh, there's there's a there's a ton of ten. Uh, there's a ton of nine. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's uh, and twelve is loaded with them as well. Right. But for whatever reason, thirteen doesn't hasn't yeah. quite had that definitive moment. Yeah, you yet. want you want to see her like playing a guitar while standing on a tank. Well, <laughs> literally, but you but you want something where you're like, that's thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know? Yeah, sure. I'm hoping that um, if we so, don't get it in the finale, we'll get it in the New Year's special because that promo image, though, like so good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, her with the scarf yeah. is so good. Uh, thus continuing the trend of thirteen making everything worn by previous doctors work. Yeah, yeah, it's true. 12's, uh, 12's outfit nailed it. The fez nailed it. Yeah, scarf nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Let's keep it celery. going. Let's keep it going. Um, I <laughs> celery <laughs> nailed it. Oh man, she would nail it. Wow, <laughs> leather jacket that would look great on that jacket. Um, anyway, so the the so yeah, so the rumor is that uh they the next season will premiere in uh sometime in. 2019 and it'll will be um it'll be 10 episodes but we'll only get six of them next year and then another holiday special and then uh the remaining four in 2020 uh and those remaining four will be done by a new creative team if they can pull one together in time um or chibnall will be required to do those four and then he will be done that sounds like that sounds like hell just scrambling yeah. to do four episodes. I I I just yeah. I mean, I, I my my opinion is just like Chibnall. If you're gonna leave the show, suck it up. Do the ten. 
you know, get your doctor out of here that, that, you know, cause I, apparently Jody doesn't want to continue on the show if Chibnall's going to leave. Mm. And she was apparently unprepared for how much she would be missing her kids, mm. uh, working on this show. Cause she's done TV shows in the past and it hasn't been a big deal, but the other TV shows required far less travel right. than Doctor Who does. <laughs> so she's out of town all the time and she has like new kids and, uh, she hasn't really been able to see them much. And so I think, She's a little bummed out about the experience because of that. Right. I think, you know, he thinks that this this whole process sucks because uh, he needs, you know, at least two years to write anything, apparently. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, 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 it sucks. But, like, I think that if they're going to want to leave the show, then they need to just wrap up with those last ten and let's just start over. And for the love of God, get Toby Woodhouse. Yes. The guy can turn out episodes like nobody's business. Um, I mean, you know, he did like five mm. seasons of being human. And yeah. uh, he did that spy show like a couple yeah. years ago. He's one of the only male showrunners that would make me excited. Going, yeah. Going forward. Yeah. 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 Um, they are, no, they I mean, are, it would be great to have a female showrunner. Yes, yeah. I mean, there are they are still rumors, though. So until they're like substantiated right. i'm like tell you what like my, is like my bed of o'rourke he's like the only male candidate we'll <laughs> <laughs> see what happens yeah um but yeah no it's a little bummer you know just you know like aaron sorkin you know used to churn out like 30 episodes of television mm -hmm. you know do, you know take, take, hop in the shower yeah i mean my my thing too with with uh with chibnall is like i mean i think we can all agree like we we have started really warming up to this era but it wasn't until he stopped writing it yeah yeah. Like the best episodes have been the ones that he had nothing to do with. Oh, I liked, I liked the um the 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 medical ship one. That was him. His last one was, I think, his best. Oh one. yeah, that one was. Yeah, yeah, that one was okay. The the, yeah. the the Sahungra conundrum. Right, right. Um, and we'll see how the finale and the New Year special mm -hmm. go. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, my favorite episodes have been uh, you know, Kerblam. Yeah, and these these one. last three have been really good. Yeah, these last. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, these last three have been like all-time classics i think and um they're not written by him yeah. <laughs> so losing him i don't think would be a big loss as long as whoever came in next or carried on the tradition yeah. that he was doing which was like bringing in these new voices bringing in women sure. um making sure that that was a that was a a definite thing yeah. i think the only the only the only thing i could see being an issue is if they do regenerate the doctor um, as it seems like that is what the rumor is suggesting is that it's going to be a clean slate again. Mm. Um, if they do that, where do we go next? Do we do another woman? Do we do a woman of color? Do we do a man of color? Like what, what, what is, what is next? Because if they go back to a white guy, like there's going to be a huge backlash of the opposite sort that we've gotten. You this know, season. Yes. my favorite thing about 13 is that, you know, as much as, you know, the fact that she is like a, a woman mm -hmm. has meant so much to the fandom, she is also, as a character, I think, was the perfect response to 12. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, everything about it was perfect. You know, it was her enthusiasm, the fact that she seems like a new soul and whatnot. And so I, I would have to believe that going forward, they would pick the right response to this doctor. And I would be very surprised if the right response to this doctor was like, yeah, like a, a white dude in his like early 30s. Yeah. Right. You know, right. um, but yeah, like uh, it's it, it it's interesting, you know, or maybe they maybe they pull a Walking Dead and like someone, a producer of this current era of the show is elevated to showrunner. 
No, because uh, that's not how British television works. It's not how British television works. Yeah, it's not. It's not the same because it's not the same thing because they don't. I mean, this this particular season had a writers' room apparently, right? But but like it's not like I don't think they have like it's much more of an I, authorship. Yeah, normally. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they have the same kind of hierarchy mm. as they do in American television. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it. You know, it, it's definitely it's sombering. You know, because we are we have grown so attached to this vision of the show, and we. You know, like, yeah, again, I hope I get at least like one more series, whatever that looks like with like this team. Yeah. 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 No, that's no, that would be great. I mean, look, if 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 through, you know, two seasons isn't that much shorter than three seasons. I mean, really? No. And three seasons has been the average. And if she did two seasons, that's still more than we got from Eccleston. You know, it's hard to do less than Eccleston. Yeah. So I and, you know, honestly, like I'm thinking about like what her you know what her spot in doctor who history is going to look like and for some reason three series always felt like a little long for some reason like it always it it feels two feels right to me for this this particular doctor because it feels like it it, she feels a little bit like a cut and run doctor Mm. in a way where it's just like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna plant a flag here for a good time not for a long time yeah i'm gonna plant (laughs) a flag and then and then, like, you know, I will always be remembered because of what I represented and what this era of the mm-hmm. show was doing. You know, this is this is the very socially conscious era of the show. Like, they, the show has always been pretty socially conscious, but never to this level mm-hmm. of this season. Um, and I think it will always be remembered for that. But the idea of just throwing throwing down the gauntlet for two, two years and then bouncing. bouncing feels right to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, and, and, and something to be said, you know, Jodie Whittaker is you know still a young talent. Yeah. And this this role, like we just saw with Michelle Gomez, you know, this show only elevates talent. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't doubt if it's before too long that we start seeing Jodie Whittaker going for the same roles that we see, you know, um, other other talents, you know, going after, you know, whereas yeah. like Peter Capaldi was sort of enjoying a comfortable career as a character actor. Yeah. And was like, oh, I'm just going to do this like three year sojourn. In mm-hmm. being a movie star, mm-hmm. the, the closest I'll ever come to being a movie star, and I say mm-hmm. that with great respect for Capaldi as an actor, mm-hmm. you know. But he wasn't really Jones. He wasn't. He wasn't going to go out for Terminator Salvation <laughs> or right. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But yeah, so so lending. Yeah, I could see this being like a really solid two year run and just dropping the mic. Yeah, I could. I could totally see that, it, and it feels right to me. It feels like what this era was always going to be mm-hmm. in a way. But but uh, yeah, I mean you know I'll I'll miss it and I mean you know this could all be bunk and none of the, and and they could end up they could end up doing five years yeah, I don't know who knows a hundred years of Chris Chibnall one hundred <laughs> seasons of Chris Chibnall. yeah who knows <laughs> but but uh, I I just you know I will never not be excited about about a new era of the show because mm. I just I, I I that's my favorite part of the show is how it renews itself every mm. few right. years. Um, in a major in a major way and you know i get tired of eras i mean you know we got tired of russell t davies uh when that was happening definitely got tired of the moffat era we definitely got tired of the moffat era so you know it'll be i i i I think i mean moffat was around for so long that we got tired of it and then it came back around on it so like (laughs) like a grandparent yeah don't get out of here old man and they're like don't go i'm so sorry yeah (laughs) yeah so it was that was that was a weird that was a weird time um 
but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, I, I, I like the idea of a, of a showrunner and a doctor coming in and just dropping the mic and then leaving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe we get a really exciting, like, woman of color as the doctor next. Yeah, yeah. no, that would be cool. That would be really cool. Um, but yeah, so if the rumors end up being uh, true, uh, we could probably look for an announcement, um, like, sometime right after the new year because they usually make that announcement mm-hmm. early. Um, because they, they need to like, you know, prepare everybody. Right. And, and one would assume New Year's Day would s- the, the content of the episode would shed some light. Maybe, maybe. Um, well, and, and, but I imagine cause I, cause it's, it said that if, if that, if the rumors are true, their last episode together would be the, the, um, the holiday special next year. Okay. Got so, it. so that would be, there would be seven episodes for them to wrap up mm-hmm. their storyline or whatever. Four yeses um, and a funeral. Right. And if they can't find a new showrunner, then they would have until the end of the season, which would be like four episodes in 2020. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Kind of like, well, kind of like the David Tennant holiday special era. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I'm in the desert. Yeah. I'm on Mars. <laughs> that would uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't be bad. Um doing like four like feature length episodes in, yeah, in like, 2020. Like a really cool guest star every time. Yeah, that would be that'd be kind of cool. Um I don't know. Haley at well <laughs> <laughs> Just put it out in the universe. Uh I still want her to play the doctor. Um sure. But uh anyway. So, there we go. The witch finder. The witch finder. <laughs> we found him. One of the coolest Doctor Who's titles yes. of this season, I would yes. say. Yes. I agree. Love it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's that's that. In the meantime, go to our Facebook group. Uh, check that out. Join in the discussions that we have there, the Doctor's Companion listener group on Facebook. Uh, check out our Patreon page, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, if you want to you wanna help us out and gain some bonus content um, as a reward for helping us out. Uh, just go to duelinggenre.com slash support. Do you want to hear uh, Nick, Cass, and I talk about Scott Pilgrim with two other bozos? It's fun. Yeah. I promise. Uh, one, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, we do that, and it's only a dollar a month. A dollar a month, and you get four episodes a month. So, you know, it's a dollar. You got a That's dollar, That's 25 right? cents just an episode. Put, you're not even going to notice that dollar is missing from your bank account yeah. every month. Um, and if you do, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't need to do that um, because that's not a good situation to be in. Um, so yeah, uh, you get a dollar to spare, go, go to duelinggenre.com slash support, throw us a buck and you'll get the, you'll get the Scott Pilgrim, uh, the, the Scott Pilgrim podcast. Um, so go check that out. That's a duelinggenre.com slash support. Also duelinggenre.com slash merch takes you to our T public store where you can get doctor's companion merchandise, doctor who merchandise, uh, all kinds of stuff. Anything from the T public store, you go through our link duelinggenre.com slash merch and we get a cut of the profit. So that's a good way of helping us out without, uh, you know, making, putting yourself out for any extra money, mm-hmm. you know, like just if you're in the market for a new shirt or like some gifts or something, uh, go check out what they've got over there at T public duelinggenre.com slash merch. And finally duelinggenre.com slash Amazon, uh, Christmas is coming. It's right around the corner. I know you have to buy gifts and I know that you're going to buy some of those gifts on Amazon. And when you do, when, not if, when <laughs> you do. You should use duelinggenre.com slash Amazon and uh, buy your gifts through that link. We'll get a little cut of the profits and uh, it won't it won't cost you anything extra. It'll just uh, cost uh, Jeff Bezos a little bit and everybody wins. And, and that's then it. we continue to elect government officials who will uh, patrol and make sure that companies like Amazon are held accountable. 
and uh, and giving their fair shake to the common man. Kerblam. Huh? Kerblam. Oh, Kerblam. <laughs> okay. Kerblam. Uh, all right. So that's duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. And uh, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. And we'll be back next week with It Takes You Away. Oh, witch. <laughs>